ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन There could be different levels of criticism like see this kind of question it's 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 very difficult to answer exactly because it's it's non-specific it's so vague it's obviously the questioner has some specific persons and issues in mind but the question is framed in such a vague way probably they don't want to bring out the they want to discuss the issue like the broader f- understanding and not make it a, not bring out the particular personal issue but at the same time it becomes very difficult to discuss without knowing the uh the particular reference or details as always some is sometimes you see you have to bring out some philosophical point or how something is being done wrong and you can't it's not possible to do it in such a way that the person is not named or not or, 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 or it's not possible to do in such a way that the person who is or persons who are making that mistake are not revealed or if you don't say the name then no one knows what you're talking about properly so it is yeah so on with the question there there could be different levels of criticism like criticism out of compassion by senior devotees and another is criticism out of enviousness by neophyte devotees these two levels of criticism have very thin a very thin line of demarcation and how to properly apply these criticisms well the exact question how to properly apply these criticisms uh, i don't know what that means how to apply these criticisms but anyway i'll discuss the general topic myself being critical uh stated in shri chaitanya charitamrita that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees are bishan and Prabhupada translates that as highly critical uh there's two levels of criticism he speaks about criticism out of compassion by senior devotees and criticism out of envious by neophyte devotees and there's a thin line of demarcation between them uh it would not the thin line of demarcation that may be in the minds of those who uh are perceiving this criticism because there is a there is a lot of difference it's not a thin line of demarcation between there is a lot of difference between those who uh point out 
that which needs to be pointed out, out for the sake of rectification and the attitude of someone who is simply envious. There's a lot of difference. It's not a thin line of demarcation. Now it's been suggested here that compassion, senior devotees may criticize out of compassion. That means to, presumably that means out of compassion to correct those who are making mistakes. But there can be other reasons also. Uh, it, it is required to point out if there are uh, anarthas which are generally spread or misconceptions, wrong practices which are generally spread in Vaishnav society. So of course that's compassionate to point that out but that's uh, the underlying motive you could say is compassion but it's also a duty of those who have taken the position of leaders within the Krishna conscious movement who, or who are respected as those who instruct others to point out to others not only to those who are propagating or practicing activities that are uh, against the principles of pure devotional service but also to point out to others who are likely to be misled that this is not correct. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, so much of his energy went in pointing out to people in general, to his followers, eventually he was doing so before he had any followers, eventually he had some followers, uh, he would point out to the people in general and to the uh, to his own followers that many people who claim to be followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu they are misrepresenting him or they're acting in ways that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not approve of and they're, they're the association of such people although we are enjoined to associate with devotees, uh, we should understand that some people who are supposedly devotees because they have serious misconceptions or even worse, they make a philosophy out of the misconception and propagate that this is the best way to worship Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Such association is not desirable by associating with such people we will be contaminated, not purified. For instance, to give a gross example, there are some people, even today, who think that, well, the gopis are the best devotees, so better to become a gopi. And even though they are male, they dress in saris, I'm not talking about these, what are they called, hijras? They go in the trains and clap their hands. Not them. They're, they're called, uh, what is that? Churadhari, what's uh, no, I'm just forgetting the name. What, what's that? I just forgot the name. Hmm? Shaki Baki. Yeah, Shaki Baki. They dress as... Uh, 
sakis, and they may imitate them by talking in as if they're gopis, and they talk in a falsetto voice, which means imitating the voice of a woman. And even because they're committed to that role, three, four days a month you won't see them. They'll be hiding, of course you don't know what that means, because modern Indian women don't do that. Now they started going to the temple, even during their period. But in traditional culture, they wouldn't be seen during that time. So the Shaki Beiki, though they're men, I don't know when they know it's supposed to be their time, but they imitate this and they pretend to be gopis. So that's a gross example of deviated persons who we should uh, warn others about not to take their association. So that is criticism. That is necessary criticism. There may be more subtle deviations. We find... I Actually, you should listen to my lectures because I've discussed all these points many times. Anyway, you can say it again. We find uh, this mayavad is very subtle. If someone's dressing as, as a man is dressing as a gopi, it shouldn't be too difficult to understand that this person's bogus. But if someone is subtly introducing Mayavad, it may not be noticed. We find in Chaitanya Charitamrita that there was one poet came from Bengal and he had written a drama about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu which all the devotees thought was very nice. There was a system that no one would go before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and read to him their compositions unless they got clearance from Suruk Damada. Because Suruk Damada knew exactly what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted. Shuruk Goshai Bhagana Jai Barnan Prabhur Abhishta Ta Bhaka Kayaman. There's no describing the fortune of Suruk Damada Goswami because he's completely absorbed in the consciousness. Is every, everything about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's the upper rupa, the, the another manifestation. He is Lalita and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha in the mood of Radha. So that system is there because Bhakti Siddhanta Biruddha Arashabhash Shunile Nahoi Prabhur Chete Ulash. Topics of Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu loved to hear, but he, he did not like to hear topics of Krishna that violated the principles of. Uh, proper understanding, bhakti siddhanta, or that were filled with, or had any element of rasabhas, or distasteful mixtures of rasa. So anyway, this poet, 
Everyone thought very nice what he's composed. So they wanted to bring to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but Surup Damada he wanted to hear. They didn't think it was even necessary that Surup Damada would hear. That you just anyway, it's very nice. We all know you can take, but no. Let us hear first. And Surup Damada found in the very first verse that this poet composed. Well, first of all, he asked the poet. The poet recited the first verse. And then uh, Srub Damada asked, you please explain this. And the, uh, the poet explained that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is just, the, the same Atma is in the, is in the body of Jagannath and as of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Srub Damada immediately said, this is Mayavad, to distinguish Krishna's body from his soul. There is no difference. Deha Dehi Abhedatvam. What is Abhedatvam? What is Deha Dehi Abhedatvam? Deha Dehi Abhedatvam. Nishvare Vidyate Kvachit. That is the quotation from Shastra. That the, the Supreme Lord... It's not, it's not like a mundane body where there's a difference between the body and the soul. So this uh, poet who is being so much praised by the followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Srub Damada chastised him for being a Mayavadi. Which the other, Srub Damada said, actually, if you, it could be, this verse could be understood in another way, which is, uh, devotion. But you don't understand that. You're not qualified to write. So, I mean, he, he, had, he had a devotional mood, you could say, this poet. He had an idea to glorify. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But because he was infected by the poison of Mayavad, uh, his attempt to glorify was actually insulting and offensive. So it may be required to point these... it, It is required to point these things out. Otherwise, if no one points them out, then the whole Vaishnav society becomes polluted by Mayavad and Prakrita Sahajya Bhav and the actual cult of devotion becomes lost. People cannot distinguish, but they cannot know who is what is pure devotion, who is a pure devotee and who is not. And persons who imitate and cheat, they are considered pure devotees. And those who are actually pure devotees or aspiring to be pure devotees uh, people can't recognize them. They need to be recognized. Pure devotees need to be recognized also. That's why Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati who is living here, completely renounced from the world, he came to Calcutta. He accepted sannyas. He built temples. He didn't need to do that for his own sake. But for the sake of preaching, because people they cannot understand who is a pure devotee, so they they recognize someone who has 
sannyas, a stick. And someone who has a big building, the head of a big institution, they think, oh, he must be very important. If they think he's just a, a savage wandering around with no clothes on, which Gokishore sometimes would go with no clothes and sometimes with just a short cloth. So, people, they, 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 no one will, they won't respect. The people who need to hear, who are the, the leaders of society, who are the most illusioned, who people respect, who make the, make up the curricula in the schools, which people are, to, which feeds all the society with all their misconceptions. So to reach such people, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he uh, took sannyas, on the day he took sannyas, he apparently gave up most of his renunciation. And he accepted a, uh, a lug, what appeared to be a luxurious life for the sake of preaching Krishna consciousness. And he went on with his severe criticism of everything that is bogus. So we may say, well, we shouldn't imitate that. We should follow in the footsteps. But follow in the footsteps means that we should take knowledge and understand what is the difference and help others to understand also. Otherwise, definitely in Shastra, in, in Chaitanya Bhagavata especially, there are many warnings against blaspheming Vaishnavas. The word is ninda. In English we have the word blasphemy and criticism. They're two different words. The one word is there, ninda. Well, there is another word in Bengali also. Samalochana means to criticize in a... But Ninda is more extreme. So there are many warnings about that. But that we find in Chaitanya Bhagavat itself, Vrindavan Das, he himself is extremely critical of bogus persons. He says anyone who doesn't accept Nityananda Prabhu, I will kick him in the head. They would be so lucky to get the dust of Vrindavan Das's feet on their head. Srila Prabhupada also used to say, kick them in the face with boots. Generally Vaishnavas don't wear boots. But the point is, kick in the face, that's already extreme. And then if you wear boots, it becomes more painful. Because the boot is harder. Boots, not boot. Boots means that hard kind of shoe. So what are we to understand from all of this? Definitely we have to... Not only... discriminate between sat and asat, what is proper and what is improper. But we have to make 
we have to say strongly that that which is not proper is not proper because people are cheating. Everyone in the world is cheating everyone else. Cheaters and the cheated. So we should point this out. If we say, we say, well, that's not very gentlemanly to say is a cheater. But a cheater is a cheater. And should be pointed out. Well, who's, who is not a cheater? Everyone who is not, hell, who is not Krishna conscious, they are by default a cheater, a rascal, a fool, an idiot, and all other nice words. Here, nice is used sarcastically. It's a fact. It should be stated. That is required. There's also envious criticism where others criticize just to show themselves to be better. Or they're, they, they're envious, means they don't like someone is in a better position. So devotees should, we're supposed to become intelligent by practicing Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness, the process of Krishna consciousness revives the dormant propensities of the soul. One of which is the ability to see things clearly and understand things clearly. Of course, to acquire such discriminatory intelligence. Now, I just said it's the dormant propensity. Now I'm saying acquire. It appears to be acquired. Actually, it's the dormant propensity. But it is gradually awakened by the process of hearing and chanting about Krishna, which includes the revival of this discriminatory intelligence. As per Bhagavad Gita, Krishna explained to Arjuna whose sense of understanding what is proper and what is not proper had been covered. So Krishna explained. And Krishna distinguished between devotees and demons, between activities in Krishna consciousness and activities not in Krishna consciousness. Krishna distinguished between Tamagun, Rajogun, Sattvagun, and Nirgun, beyond the modes of material nature. So all this is required to be understood. So one should also have a sufficient discriminatory power to understand the difference between uh, envious criticism and between that criticism which is for the benefit of everyone. Now, if we just say don't criticize as the Mayavadis and Sahajiyas do, then we're not following the statements of Shastra and we are uh, blocking people's spiritual advancement. Because unless we point, unless we following in, following Guru, Sadhu and Shastra, understand and help others to understand 
what is factual, what is not factual, what should be done, what should not be done, who is a genuine devotee and who is a cheater in the dress of devotees, or who is deviated from the proper path, then everything will become confused. Not everything will become, everything will remain confused. We're already in the situation of confusion. And if, if we cannot distinguish between that criticism which is made out of uh, compassion or out of duty, that was made on the Krishna conscious platform, and that which is made out of enviousness, that means we haven't understood very much at all about even the teachings of Bhagavad Gita. It's very easy just to... It's lazy, again, it's lazy just to say, well, everyone's a pure devotee, everything's wonderful, everything's nice. This is laziness because we don't want to apply our intelligence to understand what is the actual situation. We don't want to take the trouble to, uh, if we see the difference, it's troublesome, it's disturbing. It's easier for us just to imagine that everyone with tilak on is a pure devotee. But, we are enjoying, we have to distinguish between that association which will benefit and that which will not. Between behavior that will benefit and that will not. And if we just say, well, everything's okay. Everything everyone says is okay. Everything everyone does is okay. Then we become like this Gita Sa, this poster. Jobi Acha Huata Wo Achata. Whatever happened was good. Jobi Hora He Wo Achata. Whatever is going on is good, which is, is nothing to do with Bhagavad Gita. And it's complete nonsense. Even any, any sane person can understand this is nonsense. Just like this, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, the three monkeys. Then what? The, 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 Hitler was a bad man. No, no, no. There's no such thing as a bad man. Everything is... Of course, they, Hitler is... In the Western world, Hitler is always cited as the, the worst man. Although, the worst man... Like, like the personification of an evil person. Well, we don't dispute that, but as Srila Prabhupada said, Churchill was the biggest demon of the Second World War, not Hitler. Churchill, there you see, he's from Austria, Hitler's birthplace, so he's smiling happily there. Don't be in the bodily concept of life. Don't identify with Hitler. So without going into a big history, but because Churchill's side won the war, so they, they write the history that Churchill was actually a very good man. He was a big demon. 
just one example, the bombing of Dresden at the end of the Second World War. If you want to know the details, you can look it up on the internet. Or how he starved the Indian people deliberately and killed millions, which is documented now that secret papers have come out. So, uh, yeah, if we say everything is good, Hitler was good, Stalin was good. Of course, there are people today who also say Hitler was good. But then they also say the Jews are bad. Because Hitler was good to kill the Jews. And we make so much fuss about Hitler as we send millions of animals to the slaughterhouse every day. Hitler was bad, you are bad. Same. Worse. That's like the worst insult you can give to anyone. Just like when one of my emails in which I use the term femi-nazi for the to refer to the feminists within ISKCON when that was made public uh, I was I became the subject of much adverse criticism <laughs> but everything is not well that's an example of my criticism pointing out that mundane feminism under the guise of we're all spirit soul so we're all equal so women should be GBCs although Prabhupada never made any women GBCs this is the influence of mundane feminism it's not it's not on the spiritual platform there is distinction on the mundane within this world there's always distinction between men and women. We find that even the most avadhut, the most those who didn't follow the rules and regulations of scripture because they're completely absorbed in Krishna, but they, just like Gorky Shaw does Babaji Maharaj, Vangsi does Babaji Maharaj, this rule they followed, they didn't mix with women. They didn't have sevikas uh, to help them in their lila. They didn't have female servants like that. So the distinction is there. That should be maintained. If we say on the spiritual on the spiritual platform all equal, on the on the in this world a distinction always has to be made. So there's an example of my criticism at that. To accommodate the feminism which is steamrolling the whole world, which is another kind of Mayavad. All is one, all is the same. Don't make any discrimination. Then we're bringing in our society and even you'll find at least in the West, many devotees, you may be shocked to hear this, but it's a fact, and I've seen it. Many devotees, they think, well, men and women devotees, they're all the same. And when devotees they meet, they should embrace. 
you can supply the rest yourself. It's abominable. It's not devotional. They say, oh, it's, you see, we don't see the body, it's all devotional. This is directly Prakrita Sahajya idea. But they say, no, no, it's devotion. And then if we don't speak against this, then everyone thinks, oh, it's, it's all devotional. But it's not. It's anti-devotional. So we should criticize very strongly. And then say, oh, you're critical. That's not good. You shouldn't criticize. No, we should criticize. And we shouldn't think that just because we are members of ISKCON, therefore everything that we do is perfect. Or everything any leader does is perfect. Because we've seen in the history of ISKCON many leaders who people thought were perfect and they didn't open their eyes according to Shastra and they blindly followed and they blindly followed those, those leaders to hell. Because the leaders, no doubt they were in an exalted position, but they incorporated some deviations. And, of course, respect is always there for senior devotees. But one should understand everything according to Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. So, if a leader starts to do something which appears to be deviant, it is that it is the duty of those who are his peers or maybe even his juniors to approach him and say that, look, this doesn't seem to be right. Respectfully. We have some doubts about this. Could you please explain why you are doing this? You don't have to be offensive. And they may explain and one may be satisfied, or one may not be satisfied. If one of the leaders of our society, a male, was to start dressing like a female, we may ask them, why are you doing this? Because I, I want to get in the mood of a gopi. We will reject them, because we know that's already rejected by our acharyas. If someone introduces... Uh, well, just... To give some examples, we find that uh, Srila Prabhupada was very much against mundane welfare work, Mayavad, just for instance. So, uh, someone may appear to be introducing these things, and they may say, well, it's to bring people to bhakti. So, do we accept that or do we not accept that? It may be difficult to understand. We, you may see that, well, actually, it's not mundane because we chant Hare Krishna while we do it. And we get so much money, people give donation. I, I actually asked one of our leaders who's doing what to me appears to be very similar to mundane welfare work that why are you doing this? And he gave one reason, well, 
people who would not donate otherwise, they're donating for this. Yeah, they're donating, they're donating because it's something mundane, therefore they appreciate it. And it's promoted as something mundane. We're building the nation by promoting children going to school and so many things. We have here in Mayapur, now I'm going to get in trouble again, but anyway, things should be stated clearly. Uh, we have devotees come from all over the world to live in Mayapur. And there are schools which give uh, education with the syllabus made up by demons, if we are to use the language that Srila Prabhupada used. Why is this being introduced here? Well, Taco, they may be said Taco Bhaktivinoda would open a school also. That's also true. Did he teach Darwin's theory? Did he teach that you have to have a good job and be a success and all this kind of thing? We don't know. What we do know is that Srila Prabhupada wanted, he introduced Gurukul. What Srila Prabhupada called Gurukul and what we call Gurukul nowadays is something different. Srila Prabhupada wanted to have Gurukuls to save the children from the demoniac education, which is taking them to hell. But some people have a different idea. So this criticism disturbs the peaceful atmosphere. We're all here nicely, living here in Mayapur. We're all very peacefully chanting Hare Krishna. We all smile at each other and bow down to each other. And when we bring up such criticism, it disturbs the peaceful atmosphere. That's true. But peacefully deviating from Śrīla Prabhupāda is not our aim. If we are to follow Śrīla Prabhupāda, then we're going to have to fight as Śrīla Prabhupāda did against everything mundane, whether it's outside ISKCON or inside ISKCON. And we shouldn't think that just because it's within ISKCON, then it must be transcendental. That we've already seen in the short history of ISKCON that that misconception has caused chaos again and again and again. So, Hare Krishna, it's time to go for darshan. Please go. Hopefully my book should be published soon on speaking strongly in Srila Prabhupada's service, which will discuss all these points. For more, for more uh, background to all of this. If a devotee is not criticizing, there's something wrong. Because he's supposed to repeat the message of Bhagavad Gita. And in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is very critical of those who are not Krishna conscious. And that is 
more in Srimad Bhagavatam. So we can choose to be uh, like the Mayavadis, which means a Mayavadi, and not criticize anything, which is their own invented philosophy, or we can be a Vaishnava. We can choose. This this idea of Vaishnava who just folds his hands and looks very humble and never criticizes anyone, that idea, that doesn't come from Shastra. That doesn't come from our Acharyas. That comes from the Mayavadis and the Prakrita Sahajis. We should, following in the footsteps of our Acharyas, we should not allow ourselves to be defined by the demons. So, Hare Krishna.